And we are back with another episode of From the Rafters. Sam and I are here recording on Thursday, May 12th. After a brutal loss to the Milwaukee Bucks, excuse me, in game five, the Celtics uh, leading for most of the game up into the fourth quarter. Then they obviously let it slip. It was an ugly loss. Uh, We were going to record last night. Uh, Sam texted me about midway through the third, maybe before halftime. He was like, uh, if they win, I'll have the energy to do this. But if they lose, I won't be recording because I work at 4 a.m. And obviously, I did not talk to Sam last night. So this yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, if they win, I'm juiced up. We do the show. I go to bed. I wake up. I'm still juiced up. If they lose. You know, we do the show. I wake up. I'm miserable. I mean, I, I can't yeah. justify uh, not sleeping <laughs> if, if they yep. lose. So here we are. It's Thursday afternoon. I am very exhausted as is because I I couldn't get to sleep, really. I mean, I was just sitting there thinking. (laughs) Yeah. And like I I had a sweet spot for about like, I don't know, like 10 minutes. And I was almost there. And then like, I don't know, my phone vibrate, something like woke, got me out of it. And then I really started thinking about the game. And I was wired for like another 45 minutes. Like it was really bad. And then I woke up today, three thirty, and I said, uh, "I, I like half thought I dreamt, but that that, that happened." Like, <laughs> like you said, you opened the show. You said, "Like this is a bad loss. Like this may be the worst loss. Like, like mm-hmm. the worst loss of all the yeah. losses. This might have been the worst because yeah. not only did you lose the game in like disaster class fashion, but it's like." one of the important games like this is probably the most, the most important game it, so far I mean, besides yes. the game seven so far yes yeah yes. i mean that is a disaster it, and people all over today are miserable about all kinds of different things uh number one i see it when we could start with this because it's definitely a topic is yeah. is marcus people are very upset with marcus they they think uh, he's terrible. He, he, he blew the game. <laughs> now, Marcus was not good down the stretch. You cannot yep. dispute that. I'm the biggest Marcus guy. He was not good. He wasn't good. He turned the ball over twice. I personally don't have a problem with the shot he took. I mean, listen, mm-hmm. Holiday just kind of helped. He had a lane to the basket. Holiday made a phenomenal play. Yeah. That was a great play. Which so. is annoying in itself for all kinds <laughs> of reasons. Yeah. But – he he kind of made like the right read. Like Holiday came out of nowhere and helped. He had a good lane to the basket. Like it was a broken play and he tried to make the most of it. Like fine. Like you want to be mad, you think he played hero ball, whatever. But literally all the things people are complaining about, like the the rebound, the the second turnover, which to me is like, yeah, like it was the final nail in the coffin, but I'm not convinced they were getting anything out of that, anyways. Well, the only thing on that play is yeah, Tatum. he had Tatum. But, but also, Illinois. like, let's not act like there's no other defenders on the floor. No, no. You uh, know, like, there's yeah. people between him and Tatum. There's no guarantee that gets through. Of course. If he had his head up, though, that's a pass Marcus could make. It is what it is. Yes. At that point, it's all hindsight. The point is it shouldn't have gotten to that. Like, it exactly. should never have gotten to the point where that was Like, you want uh, to complain that he turned it over with, like, a minute left. He turned the last possession over. He got blocked. The, the rebound. You can complain about all of that, but... One Marcus played a pretty good game besides the last minutes. Doesn't mean it doesn't yep. discount anything. So did happened. the Celtics. So did the Celtics. But yeah. the whole team contributed to that loss. Mm-hmm. Well, the guys that were on the floor, except for probably Horford. I mean, he was actually pretty good. It was really 
It felt he, like a quiet game for Horford, but that's probably just because he was coming it was off just his, point. His involvement was not there, but that's not really his fault. It's just whatever. Yes. He wasn't like selling. He was he wasn't missing a bunch of shots. He well, wasn't... he sold in the last minute. I'll I'll say that. He he did. What did he do? He fouled. He didn't him? he didn't set the screen. He wasn't he didn't Oh, okay. Help. All right. Well, there you he go. Wasn't, well, yeah, he but... wasn't watching the inbound. And there so you go. everybody like, has everybody contributed Pardon. to the loss. And it should have never got yeah. to that point. You're up 14 in the fourth quarter. That's embarrassing, man. This is mm-hmm. stuff of November. This is the Chicago game all over again. Absolute meltdown. You're at home. The place is like going bananas. It was Bumping. extremely loud. I, you know, we had a text and I was like, I guess like I'm thinking of myself, I'm like, all right, we're going to record after this. Like the, the clock's just going to go out. And then they start getting Connaughton, by the way, you have to credit him. He makes every big shot. he takes. <laughs> I tweeted. But I he, said, Connaughton's my sleep paralysis demon. He's just on another level. So he comes out, makes a three, and everyone else decides they want to make threes, and the game gets close. But and the I'll, Celtics I'll could not get a stop; they yes. could not get a rebound. That is yes. the biggest thing, and I know you talked about it, but this, I've been complaining about this all year. This has been one of the things that's bothered them all year. When they were really blowing games, it would always start with an offensive rebound. Just look. Let's talk about Philly. The day like Cantor had to guard and bead, and they still almost won. They had a seven point lead with like very little time left and Philly mounted to come back right off an offensive rebound. Milwaukee in that fourth yep. quarter yesterday, offensive rebound after offensive rebound, there was one possession. They had four chances. You can't do that mind. in a playoff game. Yep. Yeah. I, I was losing. And before we keep going and keep complaining and keep, I'll say analyzing and that'll be a kind way to put it. Um, I'll take the green glasses off for a second. Sam might not like it, but credit Milwaukee. I mean, they played phenomenal. They did everything you're supposed to do in a playoff game. Drew holiday made great plays down the stretch. They hit their shots, which is important, right? Obviously something the Celtics couldn't do. They went six for six from three in the fourth quarter. Giannis made a big three, which was annoying. And Sam didn't hear me say that. So he, he would have gotten can, mad. If what he is heard this? Me say it. Uh, Giannis three, the Giannis three. Well, that's ridiculous in itself. You have to, <laughs> listen, you, I mean, he made the shot. Like you have to credit him. Do you know you know why he made the shot? Why it was off an offensive rebound. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> it's ridiculous. He Every made... single player outside of George Hill that touched the floor from Milwaukee had an offensive rebound that game. Every player outside of George Hill. It's just that's, unacceptable. That's unacceptable. And it's literally an effort thing. And and what better way to lose the game than off an offensive rebound? Like you can you can complain about Marcus the last two possessions getting blocked and then losing the ball. It should have never even mattered. I don't know how him and Jalen didn't grab that ball, man. I, I people want to play, pin that all on Marcus. It's both of them. I mean, they they both, both have mouths. They can communicate. I mm-hmm. mean, he's equal to blame, but it, it's just a disaster that that should never happen. You had a golden it. opportunity to really put pressure on Milwaukee in a game six, where you would have just won two in a row. Uh, had you hold on, you would have really had a dominant win. Like that was a yeah. pretty like. I'm always on eggshells watching games, but I mean, I still was yesterday. Don't I wrong. felt good though. Going into the fourth. And I, I felt, felt exactly. I felt good. I was like, okay, like they seem to be like firmly in control of this, like a couple mm-hmm. good minutes of play and Milwaukee will wave the white flag. And it just didn't happen. Yeah. Like they, they just couldn't get stops. And to me, that's the main thing we can get into the offense, which was also a disaster in the fourth quarter, but really if you're up 14 points in the fourth quarter, you kind of only need to do one. You either need to keep scoring or you need to get stops. You don't really need to do both. They did neither was the problem. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's no, not exactly I, a tall no. task and they could not 
get a stop for the life of them. And I think Mm-mm. to to me that's more frustrating than Well, offense. they got they got plenty of stops, then they just gave up an offensive rebound after the stop. And that's so it a wasn't stop. a stop anymore. No, and then it wasn't a stop anymore. You got the stop and then you made it so it wasn't a stop because you can't grab a rebound. I I complained about the rebounding for the entirety of last podcast, for the entirety of the pregame show leading up to this. Hell, I wrote a whole article about how Brooke Lopez is probably the biggest issue. And then it wasn't even Brooke it Lopez who was the issue. There watching. It was Bobby Portis. And it was Giannis. I, it was all would, of them. Bobby Bobby Portis had seven offensive rebounds. He had seven. He had more than happen. the entire Celtics roster. It like you can't, that can't happen. And it uh, I, I don't want to like say in fairness because there's no defense for that. Some of the offensive rebounds, yes, were ridiculous. Like bounced out all the way to the three point line, and Milwaukee picked it up. You th- there's only so much you can do about those. But when you add on the fact that you're not grabbing the rebounds in the paint because they're just jumping over you, that's unacceptable. And Daniel Tice played well for the most part that game. He can't jump. He j- like you. He can't be a, a rebounding option uh, in a play for a playoff team, right? And this is, again, it's not me complaining about Tice for because for the most part he played really well in Game Five. So shout out Tice. But I don't really think Tice should get no, much blame at all. He didn't play in the second half. He doesn't. My my he, point he is didn't he play just, in the second half and he. My point excellent. is he just can't jump. Yeah, I know. It's just. Yeah, but he got rebounds when he was out there. He didn't have to jump. He just boxed yeah. guys out. You got to have – at that point, you got to have a team rebound. And I would say you'd really miss Rob, but Rob really, really wasn't doing much to help the rebound. I'll tell you what. If, in the other games either. It's not an excuse because they won the other day without Rob, so they really didn't need him in that game, and they were dominating that game without Rob. But if Rob played in that game, they they get – they close those possessions. I'm not, and, and I'm they not, create extra possessions themselves. I refuse to use injuries as an excuse for this. It's year not. Because, I literally said because you I just, know you just won without him. You don't need him. My point is, I refuse to even bring it up because Milwaukee's without Middleton. So I don't even want to make that like argument because they're also that's a whole other element. That's that's embarrassing in itself. Yeah, and again, this isn't like me taking things away from the Bucks because again, you they did what a championship team is supposed Bucks. to do. Yeah, so. Shout out the Bucks for playing great. Shout out the Celtics for completely collapsing and doing everything that the 2020-2021 Celtics would do in a heartbeat. Because that's what we saw. We saw everything that we saw at the beginning of January. We saw in December. We saw in November, October, all the way back to last season when they were blowing leads to the Pelicans. It's just unacceptable basketball, right? They took zero threes in the fourth quarter. I know a lot of people were complaining about the amount of threes they're taking, but you can't go from making it a crucial part of your offense to just not doing it in general. Like, I'm sorry. And I know this is very uh, backwards. I'm not sure I have a problem with that. <clears throat> no, no, no. This is a very backwards take. I know. But if you're going from taking a bunch of threes to just not taking them, like Grant Williams, and I'll call him out, you can't not take threes, Grant. He doesn't even look to shoot anymore. He just looks to drive the closeout. Like, that's not, you can't do that. Because then you're just taking away something for the Bucks uh, mm-hmm. f- to think about. Every I think, time, I think every he needs time to he got find his confidence three. again. But I, I mean, he dribbled his off his foot once or twice. Every but really, time hit, he caught him the ball on the driving the closeout is not a problem. It was last night because he wasn't shooting. He only looked to drive the closeout. I'll go back and I'll find all the plays Grant either turned the ball over or, or didn't take a three. And half of them were open threes. He waited like two seconds for Lopez to inch towards him, and then he just drove. And as much as I love Grant, that's not his role. We we you can, can stick th- on Grant. He he needs to be better. He does. He needs because to stop. He's doing too he, much. He's doing he too much. He seems to have lost his confidence shooting the ball, which is not good. And he is a crucial part of their game. Him being able to shoot makes it more difficult on Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying, maybe he's driving too much, even though, I mean, I thought he was okay at that. He was bad yesterday. Grant, Grant did not have a good game. 
But I thought him driving led to some good things. I I agree. It leads it leads to good things. You're correct. It's just he can't do it every time. He does it too much now, and it's to the detriment of the team because he's not taking the open looks that he needs to take. I'll, I'll look through and try to find some, but like, it's just he he just loses the ball. Like he he, he loses possession. He dribbles off his foot, like you said. It's just you can't be doing that stuff, especially in a playoff game. So Grant needs to calm down. He needs to play his role better. Dare I say he needs to stand in the corner a little bit more. And that's not me trying to pile on to Grant because, you know, I love Grant. It's just he's doing too much right now. Um, Jason Tatum also played pretty poorly, if I do say so myself. Down the stretch, kind of yeah. Game. I, mean, I, think, <laughs> I think he took brutal. too many threes early. I think in the second half he played a lot better until the closing minutes. I th- uh, he, had a, he had a good. He had a his good first half was brutal. Quarter. He played fine in the second. Oh, okay. I, I thought you took too many I thought you were saying... in the first half. Okay. Okay. Yes. He, he seemed like yes. he was forcing, but in the second half he was much more aggressive. And then towards the end he started taking like tough, tough shots, and it didn't make. My any sense. thing is though, he took zero shots in the last three minutes of the game. That that can't happen. Zero zero shot attempts in the last. Or no, sorry. He took one shot attempt in the last three minutes, and it was that turnaround, like fall away fader on Giannis from the yeah. drain. That was the only shot he attempted in the last three minutes of a two point game. That was bad. That can't, that can't happen. That like, and I know the final play was for Tatum, and it got blown up because him and Horford were standing around unaware, which also can't happen. Like that, that's unexcusable. Yeah. But I don't understand how you're like failing to draw up plays for Jason Tatum in those final minutes. And this isn't me, you know, everyone deserves blame. So Udoka deserves some of the blame as well. Um, But this isn't me like pointing at him as the main catalyst as like the issue, but Jason's got to be more aggressive. They've got to find moves for him. I I don't know how many shots. um, Sorry, Jalen took in the final moments. It was just not the whole offense. The whole offense in the fourth quarter was a mess. It was, that's another problem. Jalen was red hot and then they kind of didn't involve him anymore. (laughs) Like he carried the team in the third quarter. He was like untouchable. He was making everything. He missed like one heat check shot at the end. And then he just kind of wasn't involved anymore, which is partly on him, partly on everybody else, partly on the coach. But I I just can't see how you can let that happen. You have a guy that's on fire. I'm not convinced he should have came out of the game. And I think he kind of hinted at that in the post game. I'm not uh, sure I if he did that. I believe you, but I didn't I, hear it. I think he said like, I don't know. He wished he played more minutes, something like that. Mm-hmm. But that hurt him. I, they needed baskets down the stretch, and they couldn't get anything going. They looked like the early season Celtics, the way it was just the ball was sticking, which I think was kind of by design. Not that they were doing that particular offense on purpose. but they I need to wanted... watch the whole fourth quarter again. It was Honestly, yeah, if I'm being honest. I would honest, never do that to myself, but. <laughs> it was a blur because, like, I, I you just watch the Bucks make everything and watch the Celtics kind of fumble their way. Like it felt like every basket the Celtics made was like them grasping for air. If that makes sense, everything was tough, and they made it tough because mm-hmm. they their primary goals seemed to be taking time off the clock. Which mm-hmm. at the time I was like, all right, like this should be okay, and it wasn't because Milwaukee really was on. Like they went six of six from three. Giannis made a three. Like Holiday made a three. Mm-hmm. It's just. It's a com. It's a perfect storm of things that had to go wrong for them to lose that game, but that's a kick in the balls, man. Like you have an opportunity to be firmly in control mm-hmm. of the series, and now 
you have to go out to Milwaukee and win to even have a chance, which yeah, it, if you want to be done talking about last night's game and, and moving forward, which I'm not sure if you want to, but if if you want to be positive as a fan and feel okay, uh, I don't know if I'm ready to be positive. They, they played two good games in Milwaukee mm-hmm. and the Celtics have been excellent on the road for the second half of the season. I think their point differential is like seven and a half, something like that. Don't get me wrong. Milwaukee is going to come to play. It's a closed out game in front of their fans that, that cream in their pants for a six game series win. They <laughs> love the bucks and six. It's their favorite Jesus. thing, but Hey, and you know what? I'll say this. This isn't what you want to hear. It's not what Celtics fans want to hear. There's a chance the Bucks just roll the Celtics in Milwaukee. Like, I'm not going to put that out of, out of possibility. Personally, I think the Celtics will win game six because I don't think they'll let themselves lose again. And if you look at the way the series has gone, it's win-loss, win-loss, win-loss. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one each, and each team is fighting. But if this is the Celtics of 2021, which they showed in the final whatever seconds of the game, like, I don't want to say they'll roll over, but I've heard that take and when I heard the take, I wasn't like, oh, that's blasphemous because it's believable based on how they well, played at the beginning of the season. But after it, yesterday yeah. watching the game, so I have now had however long to like sit on this and think about what happened and calm down a little bit. I mean, last night I was not to be <laughs> like, if we did a show last night after the game, like if I didn't work early this morning, I bet I, I would have been like speaking <laughs> nonsense. Like I would have been full panic. And like, don't get me wrong. I don't feel good. Like, I feel like trash. Like, I, I, it's, it makes me nauseous to like think about this. I'm not even like trying to be mm-hmm. funny. It's literally nauseating to think like what happened. Yeah, but I don't even remember what the hell I was going to say. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> You've had time to process. Like, I really like felt that way mm-hmm. after the game. I was like, you know, like I don't even care if they like win Game Six. Like, I kind of want them to lose. I don't want to like have the mm-hmm. the false hope and then have them like crap themselves in a game seven like just ended or whatever but then i was like i i woke up obviously thinking i had dreamt it and then i, I <laughs> and then Dang. i like i did the morning scroll on twitter which i had avoided after the game i had no interest in that and i saw the things guys were saying after the game and i don't know why listen you're not going to lose a game like that yesterday and like, like not say these things, I guess. Like you kind of have to say everything. Are you talking about what Tatum said? Yeah. Like Tate, I, mm-hmm. to me, that's just not characteristic of Tatum. Though. It was weird. It was very weird. You know what I mean? Yep. I don't, I mean, clarify. Listen, what did he say? Ex- explain it. Just in case yeah. I guess we should tell the listeners that. Huh? <laughs> he, he said like the series isn't over or Some, something like that. If that's, if we're on the same page, that's what you were thinking too, right? Or do you say something? Yeah. Else? No, he said, there's no point in me coming up here and pouting and being sad. Like he, let me, let me find the exact quote. I wrote about it. Cause it was, it was odd. Uh, he said, sorry, just loading up. I mean, I could come up here and pout, be sad. And I'm sure there would be a big story about how we're defeated and I don't believe in us. Or I could come in and come in. Like you can't change what happened. It stinks for sure. Tatum said, but, you know, it's 3-2 and it's first to four and there's no sense of being sad and putting your head down because that's not going to uh, do anything for next game. Always be optimistic and believe in yourself, believe in the group. And that's fine. Like, I understand the mentality, but he was, like, smiling and, like, he was joking around earlier in the, uh, the press conference. It was just very weird vibe. I don't know, man. Like, See, I, I get yeah. a positive from that because that is weird. It's weird. 
it's it's not something you really see from anybody, and it didn't seem. And you phony. heard what you heard what Udoka said too, right? He said it'd only make it sweeter when we win, and it was just like, oh, that's weird. All right, he may okay. I didn't see <laughs> okay, that more. one, but he said, yeah, I will say just just the Tatum one like sticks to me for some reason that is so out of like the Tatum mm-hmm. way of like the way he talks like. I don't think he's like trying to talk out of his ass or save face. Like he doesn't seem like he's ever been somebody that cares like about what people are writing about. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially like the Boston media, he'll get pissed at Perk once. I don't think he does either. I think he was just joking, but that like, I I don't think he was joking. I think, I don't know. Not like joking in the sense that like kidding in the sense that he was like, Oh, I bet there'd be a big story. Do you know what I'm saying? Like being sarcastic. Yeah. But, but I don't know. I I think he has some confidence about him that is is kind of crazy. Hopefully, I hope so. I, and I know listening yeah. to this, if you're like a mess after the game, I mean, I, <laughs> I don't feel great about it. I I don't. But some something about that is is like sticking with me. I I don't. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's just so off for him to say that. I I feel like these guys are like really driven. I I I think they could get rolled. Like it's always possible, but I I kind of don't think that's going to happen. If they lose, I don't either. If I they lose either. Friday, which is tomorrow, which will be probably when you're listening to this, yes, it's yes. going to be hard. It they mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to lay down. I hope they don't. After the final whistle last night, after watching it, I did. I was like, oh, this is over. It's obviously the yeah, first man. thought. But now I. I mean, I'm not expecting it. I'm not putting money on it. By the way, I did take insurance yesterday at the wrong did time. Did you? Yeah. Like, I didn't. <laughs> oh, what do you it wasn't at 14. Like, it was at when the end of the third, they were up nine. So I didn't make as much, but I did make a little money, but I don't yeah, really care. I'd, <laughs> I'd gladly pay the money back if they won. Yeah. It's brutal, man. It, it was just, that's about as, I was on FaceTime with Zoe um at the end of the game and this was my uh, this was my state i won't pan the camera or anything but i'll describe it for the listeners so maybe maybe my maybe my pain will bring you some joy uh i had zoe on facetime but her stream was like five seconds ahead of mine so when it was getting really close i said zoe i have to put my headphones on and i have to put you in a place and so i had this which is my copy from yesterday and i had it in front of her on the phone so i couldn't see her reactions because half the time she was spoiling it for me and i would just get disappointed or sometimes excited but not usually and so i was sitting there like this just like this like trying not if you're on youtube you can see just trying desperately not to pay attention to the phone to have it spoiled and when um <laughs> when marcus uh went up for the shot and this was before we knew the play was for Tatum or anything uh, i just go that can't be the shot because i saw him get the ball and start driving i go this can't be the shot right this can't be the shot this is not the shot and i go wow that's the shot and then i just i got mad and the most mad I got though was on the Portis rebound because, like, like we mentioned, you know how many times I've talked about the offensive rebounding. Oh, you have too, but I, I, I hate it. It's my it's least bad thing. I threw my headphones on the bed and I just started sli- like, like you can hear that on the audio. Like I just started slamming this like so, so angry. How do you not grab the rebound? We're not going to get into it. I've moved past. I've moved on to a better mental state now. Uh, I've learned that the Celtics cannot determine my outlook on life. I'll let it make me upset for like an hour and then I'll get on with everything. See, see I didn't slam stuff. I just kind of sat <laughs> there. Like I was like, I, mm-hmm. I like was like, I can't believe that just happened. It is unbelievable. <laughs> it was unbelievable. And I went to uh, bed. I, I didn't go on. Like I just put my iPad face down and, and laid there. 
and it eventually yep. went to sleep. Like bad. I ignored people's messages. Like I didn't want. I don't want to talk about it. And I, I was still up when you went to work. Yeah, and Jack was still awake <laughs> when I went. I what I I texted you. I was like I'm miserable. Whatever the hell I said. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I sent like, you Draymond video to make you yeah. feel better. That was. I sad. mean that Draymond video was hilarious. Did you actually watch it or did you not watch? I it? I saw it. Yeah, I mean good for him. I, I love I, him. I, like I like I love Draymond. Him. <laughs> oh, I'm, that that is just a disaster. I <laughs> I I just can't believe they did that. I I was trying to explain it like to people that don't like understand what happened but mm-hmm. like they watched the game and they were like wow like i didn't realize like that could happen and i was like <laughs> or, or like something uh, like that like yeah like, yeah I, like i was talking to one of my coworkers today and i was like i don't think you understand like how bad that is like that is like all-time historical collapse that is unacceptable you can't you can't give that up in such an important game. By the way, you this know, is a um, series that the Celtics could have won already. Yes, yeah, they could have. They, they had two it, close games that they dropped. Mm-hmm. It, I, I'm not really convinced game three was uh, completely their fault, at least down the stretch. I think mm-hmm. they could and have won that game. I want, before Sam keeps ranting and we keep ranting, I want to again emphasize, and you don't have to agree with me, I'm, I'm – not discrediting Milwaukee in any way. They deserve no, the win. No, they I'm deserve not. to win all the games that they've won. They've played an amazing series. Both teams have played a great series. Shout out Milwaukee. Shout out Bucks fans. Shout out Yana. Shout out Drew Holiday, who was incredible. Even shout out Bobby Portis for making that rebound, even though the Celtics kind of gifted it to him for some reason. Like they're making winning plays, and that's what matters at this point in the season. But um, if you're listening as a Bucks fan for some reason, we are just complaining as Celtics fans. We're not taking it. I I will Milwaukee. say this. <laughs> The Celtics lost that game yesterday. Yeah, it's like the Westbrook meme. Yeah, it, it's yeah. They, they lost. They, they Milwaukee did. absolutely had to fight back, and they didn't quit. They could have easily quit down fourteen, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. But the Celtics had to like do absolutely everything wrong, which they and did. They, and they and did. Milwaukee capitalized. So, um, you know our uh, my buddy Liam, who we used to do the yes. with, he texted me after the Bobby Portis rebound. He goes, "I'm." I don't know. Like, just, just, I don't know. And I go, you can't not rebound that. He said, you can't fuck that up either. How? Like, how? And then he texted me, Celtics try not to choke challenge. Brackets. Impossible. Yeah. It's it's true. It's just, ah, uh, I, I. You, like, I yeah. watched, oh my God, I had a cramp. All right, I'm good. I watched <laughs> game four at work. Well, I watched game three. No, no, no. I watched game two mm-hmm. and game four at work. Cause I was working at night and our sports director, Nick Coit, who was very great at his job. You should follow him on Twitter. If you're from uh, the area, um, you know, like I'd be like, oh, I don't know, Nick, like, like they'd be up mm-hmm. and like, I'd be like, listen, I don't know. Like this is, I, I can't get comfortable watching a game till like, it's literally out of reach. Just, just because of how many times I feel like I've seen them do similar things to what they did yesterday. Not, not any kind of, manner as disastrous as yesterday but just it's we we just know it's it's in the dna i'll also i'll put this out there as well um because you know how much i love to complain about just idiots and just the worst kind of people celtics fans are right to be upset because they collapsed that was a collapse of epic proportions it's like sam said at the top of the show it's like one of the worst uh not comebacks, but the opposite. It, of that. It's like, the worst. The, the worst it's of the all worst. The losses. It's it's the loss. The worst loss. The people who have been silent for the last 
three months who came out of the woodworks to say trade Marcus, Marcus sucks, trade this person, trade this. Mm. You're the worst. You're, you're the worst kind of person. Like I like I hate the people and you know who I'm talking about who just decide to be constantly negative. And even when there are good times, they don't say anything. They, they choose to be miserable. I'll never understand that side of sports media. I had a conversation with my professor uh, in grad school. And I, I, we did like a mock interview thing uh, for my internship course. Um, and we did an interview and I did my things and she goes, you're really positive for someone who wants to be going into the sports media space. I said, I, I try to be. Usually she goes, you're probably not going to have it very easy with the type of people that are out there. And that's just it's so sad that that's true because every like sports media pundit, every like most fans, even especially in Boston. And I've told you how many times I hate Celtics fans, even though I am one. It just I don't understand why they refuse to be happy. Like they'll always find something to complain about. Hell, Sam Hauser could come in in garbage time and break a layup and they'd complain about a 30 point win. It doesn't make any sense how they treat the game of basketball. Like after the Celtics lost uh, on Wednesday night, you're going to be listening to this on Friday. It was last night for me. Um, I was upset. Obviously I told you I was slamming my desk. I was mad because they should have won the game. But it took me about an hour, and I saw that Draymond video you sent me, and it clicked. And maybe this is this going to sound super. You. I didn't send it to you. you sent I it sent me. you. I know. I, I didn't video touch I the you. iPad after the horn. I said <laughs> no. that's enough. And with this is going to sound very corny, but like I saw that video, and it just made me laugh and made me realize how like I just like basketball. Like I just like watching the sport. And yes, it sucks that the Celtics won, but like imagine how like if the Celtics did that to another team, like that'd be elite, right? That was well, such a good what, basketball. That's basically what Game Four was. Yeah, 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 exactly. And like, that's the the beauty of it, right? Like, <laughs> as much as there was no beauty in what the Celtics did on Wednesday night, like basketball is awesome. It's great that that can happen. It's the end of the world when it happens to your team, as we've seen. But uh, there's no point in letting it, A, like affect how you approach life in general. Like, yes, be upset for an hour. Sure, complain on Twitter. But don't be irrationally angry. And if you can never be positive, you don't have the right to be negative either. Like that that's just well, not a way to live life. And like that's ridiculous. I'll say it to a lesser degree. Um just don't take it out on other people. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> like you can be too. pissed and be heated. And uh what I do is I really like over dramatize it and I really mm-hmm. milk it. Like I I'll just be dramatic about it, but like yeah, you can't just like be mean to people because the Celtics lost. And, yes. and to go back to like people being negative on Twitter, I got like a message last night. Like, friend of mine was just so happy that Marcus was like bad. Just that, like, he was, like happy. That makes no sense. He finally gets to be right. They, was they he joking finally... or was he serious? No, he was serious. He was I, like, I it like was the friend. first thing he did. Like he messaged me. And like I was so mad. Well, like, it's when just I saw because it, Marcus has been phenomenal for months. Like, did he message you after he made that pass to Tatum in the Brooklyn series? I bet he didn't. I bet he yeah, didn't say right? shit. Exactly. Like, gross. Like, I the people like that are my least favorite humans on the planet. And the difference is, if you can have like a a nice conversation with me first, and like say, oh wow, this is a really great play, and then you can turn around and say, okay, Marcus probably should have done something different. That's different than just being silent until you have a chance to be negative. You will yeah. never be happy. You, like people like that will never be happy. And I feel sorry for you. I also you're just, just like, don't get you. I get disliking players and not wanting to see them succeed if they're not on your team. But if they're on your team, that, I but... kind of don't get it. Like, I, I just don't, I don't like I why. Why are you like happy? This guy like had a bad end of the game. Like it cost the team the game. Yeah. But 
like it doesn't matter. You you're all People like, like pushing to be for the same man. goal. People like to be miserable. I, I don't I'd get be it. more than happy to have somebody I don't think is going to pan out as a player do well for the Celtics. Yeah, I don't get it. It just it just I, makes no sense. It I truly no sense. just don't understand the negativity. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Marcus was real bad down the stretch, but and it I'll go back got to, to that point, and it didn't really yes. get to that point because of him. And up until like the last stretch, he was really good yesterday. He was really good. His box score is great. I mean, but if you watch the game, he just crumbled in the last couple minutes. His like he played a good game. He made his shots. He made good passes. He's like, I don't know, man. They they need to not panic when things happen, and they went into panic mode. Yep. They need to get better it's at just, that. And it's just bad. The series is not over. There's a it's game not over. Friday night. Mm-hmm. There could be a game Sunday, but they they have to win both of them now, which is they do. not easy. They they haven't won two in a row no. yet. Should have won yesterday two in a row. They did not. Mm-hmm. It's it's just it's just truly unbelievable. Yeah, that that is really like have... nothing else I've ever seen. Yeah, I don't really have anything else to say. Like I know we've only been going for thirty minutes, but I I'm out of words, man. That would, like there's nothing else to say about what happened to the Celtics in Game Five other than be better like you just have to be better in game six you have to be better in game seven what happened happened we could spend a a year analyzing you know could have marcus made that pass yeah he could have made that pass should al have set the screen sooner hell yeah i should have should tatum have run regardless if he got the screen after he saw the ball was inbounded yes they messed up the bucks capitalized they lost the game you got to move on like that that's all there is to it at this point i will say and i it could be just because of the people i follow twitter was pretty positive Mm -hmm. Compared to what I thought it was gonna, <laughs> really? well, we we have different timelines. I don't I don't <laughs> follow as many people or whatever. Actually, I don't know how many people we follow, but compared to what I thought it was gonna be, it really wasn't that bad. There, there I was saw a lot of decent vibes on the timeline from from people that like weren't like like when Keith like quote twit tweets jesus christ sam tweets i saw like, keith's people quote tweets and they were bad. I no, yeah, yeah, the people like replying to Keith are bad, but like. Nobody of any kind of yeah like, okay yes I know stature or or any significance was really that down. Most people is, were saying, "Oh, just got to get to Game Six now, get back to Boston." Like, yeah, which is what you got to do, I guess. But I don't know. Yeah. I I I just think the way the season has gone for the Celtics, in resilient. So, I I would have told yesterday. I would have came mm-hmm. on here if we did one last night, and I would have been completely different. And I'm not I'm not over the moon right now. I just I don't know what it is. I just kind of have a feeling that they're not done yet. Well, I'm glad we didn't. Record I, I hope I'm right. I'm glad I, we didn't record after the loss. <laughs> I would have been on a whole I, like I, I Jack. I didn't even want to think about basketball yesterday. I believe you, you have no idea. Like I literally like. I was trying to sleep and I just kept thinking about it. I, I had to write like, about it. Yeah, see, <laughs> that's one thing I don't miss. I really don't miss that. I wrote three articles last night about the game. I, I couldn't have done that. That you know what that end of that game reminded me of. Do you remember the game where Rondo made the winner when he was on the Lakers? It's the yeah. same same thing. Yep, same thing. Mm-hmm. And bad. I just I felt that's probably the last time I felt this way after a game. And this was we, the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, and like to, it's the Lakers, so like it's always a meaningful game. Like as a fan, <laughs> as a fan, you get up for that. Yeah, you know that that team that year for the Celtics was supposed to be. Uh, the juggernaut team with all the guys on it and they were bad. But that reminds me, I don't know if you paid attention to this. Kyrie Irving talked about that. Oh yeah. But listen, Oh, that team. 
He, yeah, he talked about he didn't mock Celtics fan. He, he on his next stream, which I watched. Shout out, it's gear, uh, PJ. If you're listening to this, shout out you because he told me. Um, he talked about the 2019 Celtics and like Boston. He goes, I can't, oh God, I wish I could remember the exact quotes, but he was basically like, like I love Boston, man. Like I loved it. It was amazing. Like JT no, came in. He's no one knew. Shit, no, 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 no. I really, I genuinely, I know you dislike him a lot more than I do, which is fine. But I genuinely enjoyed like listening to the way he presented it. And he, I still think he's a little bit, you know, odd, but I, I respected the way he spoke, at least on the Twitch stream. Cause it's like a lot different. He was like, he's like, oh, JT was coming in, man. We had killers, man. Like no one knew about JT. I knew about JT. I know who he was it. Like he was a beast JB too. Like he was awesome. Like Marcus smart. I knew he could do it. Uh, we had all the guys. And then he, he was like that day, Gordon got hurt, man. That was, that was like an out of body experience. That was like one of the worst days. And then he talked about, he talked about the year coming in he was like i like this is the point i was saying he's like i loved boston i walked up to management i said i'm coming back next year like i can't wait and i looked forward to the day i could sign that contract and then he was basically like then my grandpa died and then i just wanted to be with my family and everything was like a loop for me that year and i I wish things could have gone different but i just everything was off in my head and yeah it was was like very real and i know you can still get like blame him for giving up on the team that's valid like he, he basically mailed it in um but with his perspective I'll, I'll, I'll say at the very least it was an interesting perspective uh, on the situation that we haven't really heard before so uh, i'll give him credit for being real at least yeah well i mean listen everybody's got their own side of the story but i just think his actions mm-hmm. don't say that yeah and, no, and, uh, yeah, it, and yeah it's not for me it's it's not the leaving part it's it's quitting on the team when he's still here i know i know and he and also that, mentioned that to me is inexcusable he also mentioned he goes, "Oh man, I wish I could have stayed around a year. I had some plans. I had some people lined up." He made he he basically admitted or hinted that like I had a trade or I had yeah some he was he was going to have them gut the team and bring in Davis who would sit there and mm-hmm. the the finest of drip and watch the games. <laughs> um, yeah, man, so I'm I'm glad anyways, it didn't happen. It, yeah, it, it, and, everything. And happened I still for think the best. he's if, full of it. If I'm being honest, though, realistically speaking, like love or hate Kyrie, most people hate him. I don't really care about it. Like. I don't mind him. I enjoyed thoroughly enjoyed listening to him speak about it, but everything happened for the best. In my opinion, I'd rather mm-hmm. have the core the Celtics have now than Kyrie Irving and then the rest of the guys, in my opinion. I so I'm, I'm happy it happened. the way. It I think happened. this team is really likable is despite that bombshell of a game yesterday. I just, I, I, I like the group. Also, uh, I think Derek white needs a shout out too. We didn't really talk about him, but he was really good again yesterday. Yes which is encouraging to see going forward. He's someone that is important. He plays good defense and seeing him play well offensively is a good thing. If you're a fan and also Tice playing well is good. Obviously you can't expect him to shoot hundred percent from the field or whatever he did, but it's nice to see him play confident. And uh, I mean, obviously defensively, he's not going to give you a whole lot against Giannis, but (laughs) he, he did okay for the minutes he had to play. So good for Tice, man. I'm a fan of both those guys. Happy to see them play well. Uh, just just before we go, we can kind of be like, like for game six is what needs to happen. Uh, Rebound the ball. Just please. If yeah. you don't do anything else, just which please I, I'd have to imagine they will uh, talk about that. But I also think Grant needs to be better. And he does. Need you're to be a Grant better. guy. I think Grant's no, fine. He needs like, to be better. I like Grant. He, he does. But he has not been good since they left Boston. Um, he needs to come out, make his threes, and continue yes. to grind defensively. He really wasn't too too bad defensively. He wasn't as great as he initially was, um, but 
he he's a key to this team. They need him to be dialed in offensively. It makes things more difficult on Milwaukee. I agree. Yeah, he needs to be better. The whole team needs to be better. The turnovers can't be as much. They they were good mm. for the first half of the game, and then they got sloppy, obviously, in the last few minutes, but just in the fourth quarter in general. Um, I'll say what I said again. Um, they can't abandon the three. I, I didn't like that they took zero. There's got to be a balance, and I know, like, attack the paint, attack the paint, but clearly something wasn't working, so you got to drive and kick and drive and kick and get open shots. Grant has to be willing to take those. Al needs to get more involved in the offense again because I don't know if Milwaukee targeted him to take him out, but he was just not even, like, and I know he's not going to have 30 every game, but it just didn't even look like he was involved at, at all, which mm-hmm. was a problem. So they, they just need to game plan better. Uh, rebound the basketball. I can't say it enough. Just please, please get a rebound. Um, and yeah, the offense just needs to hit it. But uh, if there's nothing else you got to say, that's just rebound, stop turning it over, find some sort of consistent offense. And the defense has been amazing the whole series, by the way. Defense yesterday was great outside of the rebounding, right? And yeah. that's the problem. You're playing such good defense that you can't afford to be collapsing in almost all other area of the game. So it, it's eternally frustrating, but. Yeah. Yeah, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here? No, we can wrap there. I'm sure if you're a fan, you don't really want to be sitting listening to this today. I didn't even <laughs> really want to listen to it or look at anything today. But here we are. We're yeah. recording. Um, and if you are listening, we do appreciate it. Uh, we do. You know, this Very is much. an effort to do or with such heartbreak. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys do, for tuning in. Do you want me to wrap here? Yeah, thank you yeah. guys for tuning in. We appreciate it. I'll throw it to Sam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if you're on YouTube, you're on Guy Boston or Bannertown, you can subscribe. And like the videos, you know, I always go on and like the videos, get to show the love, uh, leave comments. If you have stuff to say, or you like the job we do, we always see those and appreciate it. If you're on the streaming service, make sure you follow us just in case Jack doesn't tweet the pod until I remind him. So you can get it uh, premium access. But if he does tweet it, you can find it at Jack's NBA and you can see me quote tweet it. at Santa Fans. Yeah.